Hi guys, welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. This is um, a part of our open studio sessions for for January, the first ones of the year. Yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying Woo. it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that deal. We'll that optimism. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. It's just, I can't believe how long it's been. I've nearly been with the show's biscuit now for a year. Crazy how quick it goes when you're having fun, right? Hey. I know. Hey. <laughs> it's been a crazy year. Um, <laughs> joining us today is is George from the the Shropshire Macaroon. Is it Macaroon or Macaron? Mac- macaroon. Macaron. Alex, come on. Macaron, macaron <laughs> company. Um, I, I I bought some yesterday, right? Because we've been planning this planning this open studio for about two three weeks, um, and I was like, I've got to try some. I I got to I got to be honest. I've never eaten a macaron in my life. Oh, they're lush. They're amazing. I was like, what is this? A cake? Is it a biscuit? Is it a biscuit cake? What is this thing? What's all the sensation going on in my mouth? What is it? Is it a cake or is it a biscuit? What? It's the best of both, isn't it? Yeah. I always I always describe them as. Just patisserie. I kind of label it as that, and then I don't have to worry about what I what it's actually kind of described as. <laughs> I yeah, I always think of it as like a biscuit had a baby with um, a meringue. Yeah, is the only way I can think of it. Nice. Yeah. I, t- I tend to go with cookies. If people really have no idea what I'm talking about, oh yeah, cookies. Yeah, okay, yeah. Similar. They're similar to cookies, but a bit more decadent. <laughs> They're amazing. My, my new, I was like, how have I never eaten one of these before in my <laughs> life? Um, I was, so where did this, be go, this begin then for you, George, the, making these beautiful little puffs of joy? <laughs> so I As he sees they're eating it. <laughs> it began probably two years ago on New Year's Eve. And so basically I, I, I like eating them. And I could never, I could never find them around here. So New Year's Eve, I was there sipping away as you do, and I drunk ordered a book on how to make them. As you, do. as you do, as you do. What a story! This is brilliant. And quite frankly, I haven't really looked back on them since. I try them. I, whenever I go to cities or bigger cities, uh, I'll, I'll maybe find some local shops, what have you. Um, they're always okay. They're not like amazing. Quite dry generally, um, and. It kind of strength to strength from that. So about a year ago, uh, I sort of had the idea to sort of start this little business just as something for beer money, really. And it's kind of just exploded more than I thought it would. Um, turns out people like macarons and can't get macarons in Shropshire. So yeah, yeah I, want, I wanted to just sort of, I wanted to try it. And like I said, just for beer money to start with. And it just grew and grew. And it's it's what I do for a living now, which is great. Go on, Dee. You look eager. Oh, what I was going to say, because obviously starting off with them, obviously you haven't made for, like you said, you've got a book. And then was there a lot of trial and error periods? Was there a lot of things that you did and you were like, that was wrong? And then you oh, put your own whoa. twist on it. Hold on. By the way, before you answer that, if you got that right the first time, what I've just eaten, you are a god amongst men. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of trial and error so i am no god <laughs> but um because they're so um pernickety macarons like you have to follow yeah. recipes and timings and consistencies exactly and i think that's why that's why a lot of people don't tend to make them themselves uh but 
Now, there was a lot of cracked shells. There was a lot of uh, failed attempts, whole trays running in the bin. But that's what it's about. Progress, learn. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of people don't understand these things. They're not made in moulds or stuff like that. Yeah. Like, do you use a mat or baking trays? And then they're, they're near enough hand-piped on or something like that, aren't they? Yeah, they're all, they all might have sizes hand piped exactly so it's very difficult to say if you get the wrong consistency you can have a whole back ruined that's why mm-hmm. i asked because i've tried making before and i've done massive trial now and it's a it's a whole little bit when you hand pipe and you've got to do like the little flick at the end otherwise you're stuck <laughs> in the tail bit and oh it's a nightmare yeah you've got to have some techers to uh <laughs> to properly yeah. get, the, get the right shapes <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so it is meringue based. I've just looked it up online, by the way. It is a, it's a meringue based uh, sweet. So it's yeah. actually meringue. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So the actual shells are just uh, well, it's meringue and almonds, basically. That's that's what they're sort of defined as. Um, whereas like macaroons, which are often confused with them, are uh, coconut based, um, more of a cookie, I'd say. But mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I think it's great that you've i mean like okay so the reason why i was like oh before d spoke then is because we've spoken to a lot of little businesses that have started um especially some during lockdown right yeah the word of mouth thing in shropshire is just so powerful it's so underrated mm. how quickly people can be like i want some my friend wants some my friend's artist friend's brother wants one like it's just crazy right yeah definitely Mm. Um, and uh, so when you when you started doing this did you have to put much effort into sort of marketing and things or did it just do it by itself i think in total i've spent about 10 pounds on marketing so far (laughs) (laughs) brilliant um and that was just a trial i just i did i did a paid ad on my socials uh, and just to see see what it did to be honest it did a little bit but um i think i didn't really use it properly um to, no, to get going, I had a friend of mine design my logo, um, an old school friend. So that was great to sort of work with her. And she's local to me as well, like only down the road. And um, so I had that done. I bought some bags. Uh, and just away we went. Started set up two, well, social accounts, uh, Facebook and Instagram. So that's where I've run everything through at the moment. And that is, that's kind of all I did to get it going. Than just sharing do you, it. Do you have do you have a background in patisserie or? No, oh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I studied geology at uni, and uh, I out of uni I did work for a couple of environmental companies, um, and it just sort of came up about that this uh, took over my day job at the time, and <laughs> various things happened and sort of parted ways with that company and went on to sort of fell into this and just just try to ride it as much as I could. I thought, this is something I love doing, and I just need to take this opportunity to try and really make it happen. And luckily, it's gone that way. And I, like I said, I haven't invested too much into it at the moment. Uh, I'm trying to build a bit more of a professional outlet, if you like. Uh, so hopefully a website soon, offering postal orders properly. Um, it's, like, it's like you said like you've provided 
the people around you or something that they wasn't available around them. Yeah, like, yeah. If I ever wanted any, unless I was making them for myself before you came along, you'd have to go to like Iceland to get the frozen ones and they're never the same. And that's yeah. the only place I know that you'd be able to even get your hands on them unless you're going further afield. I think what Al's realised while he's sitting there eating them, that they're also very soft because you cannot hear them on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually... You, you... What, what flavours are they, Al? Well, this one's pistachio. I was looking at the colours, right? Because mm. this is almost like you're looking at a geode or a, a mineral. Like it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like sparkly green. I'm looking at the colours. I'm like, wow, actually, it looks like a gem. Is that important to, to have that sort of consistency, the colours and everything all together with your product? Yeah, definitely. Um, a few people ask me sort of what like colours might go with various things well i try and just tie them in with the flavors like i wouldn't have a red shell with lemon filling and that sort of thing but mm. for, to make them you have to use a, a, a fair amount of food coloring or, or high high grade food coloring i should say yeah uh, you, you can't just use uh liquid food colorings just no do you use like pastes and like powders and all stuff like that instead yeah yeah and uh, as a result they're a bit more expensive but I bet I, I will still hear my chewing on the microphone. This microphone is like, it, it can pick up the electricity. I can't hear it. I can't hear you chewing at all. No, I can't hear anything. No. We shall see. You, you Right <laughs> into the Shrewsbury Biscuit if you can hear Alex chewing. Um. <laughs> so what, what are your favourite go-to flavours? Because I, I'm a massive foodie, I am, and I'm huge into things like this. Like, is, have you tried certain flavours? You're like, that doesn't really go with it. It's a little bit weird. And have you got some of your favourite ones, your most popular ones? Yeah, I, I, I personally like uh, my chocolate ones. So... I'd say my chocolate ones are where I stand out and are different from some other macaron mm. makers um, because I try, well, I use single origin chocolate, um, single origin curvature chocolate, I should say, yeah, which um, is just like a whole other level of chocolatey deliciousness. Um, and I use UK-based producers, um, and try and sort of do different regions every time I do chocolate macarons. Yeah. So if you if if I had him on sort of month to month in my flavour schedules, uh, I'd have maybe Guatemalan chocolate going on uh, this month, and then next month I'd have like Ugandan chocolate. But they each offer different flavour notes uh, because they're from different regions, which is sort of the idea. So you one each chocolate macaron to the next is kind of a different flavor profile and offers different experiences so it could be like really nutty and rich or really zesty and like fruity uh so they're my favorite i think best sellers are salted caramel obviously oh yeah people love the salty seas um what else is a good one Biscoff. Biscoff is a good one. Have you ever tried some really interesting flavour combinations? Or is uh, that in the pipeline? I, <laughs> it's in the pipeline, but um, I did a, uh, you know, the Solero ice cream? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did a Solero one. Um, what was it? Sort of Turner last year. Uh, so that was nice. So that was a white chocolate ganache with a uh, sort of tropical curd so it's like passion fruit and mango yeah that was nice i like that one 
way the way I'm, I'm listening to you sort of describe the flavors and the different nodes of chocolates from different regions of the world and stuff it's such a complex way of looking for flavors because i know some people just put yeah i got some nutella yeah you know i mean that that's really like that and i guess that's why your product is so popular i put a post on yet uh, yesterday on instagram and it blew up like that i was just like wow that like, people really <laughs> love your product they really do they've got a lot of faith in you i appreciate it yeah but no that's that's something i wanted to to sort of bring through like it's all homemade fillings it's not um store-bought jams or curds or anything like that it's mm. it, they're all made they're all uh flavored for a specific purpose if that makes sense so like i have lemon on but it's not just like it doesn't just taste like lemon it's super sharp it's super zingy it's fresh as anything uh chocolate it's super indulgent and you feel like you're just drowning in like cacao and it's it's great <laughs> That was my, by the way, that was my wife. I said, I'd just text my wife, come and get these off me because I was like, I'll save you one of each left. Come and get them off me, darling, before I eat them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're that good. Um, what's the goal? What's the goal then? Uh, is it to, to sell these by yourself, uh, e commerce, deliver them, or is it to find like, I don't know, there's lots of shops around Shrewsbury where you could probably put these like on a battlefield or something like. Um, what's the dream or the goal, the direction you're going in? Yeah. Um, so at the moment, what I, I do stock a couple of farm shops. So Battlefield do have a delivery every Monday of me. Um, and also Shropshire's own out towards London. They also have some of me. Uh, I'd like to be in a few more farm shops around Shropshire. So Appley Farm Shop, I'm trying to get in and Ludlow. Um, so I need to just work on my packaging a little bit, which I am doing at the moment, uh, and get my branding spot on. And then I think I'll approach some of the bigger boys and uh, try and get in with them. But uh, as I sort of alluded to, I hopefully get a website up soon. I'm hoping sort of mid-February. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, any e-commerce and start posting or offering postal, I should say, which which could be massive, really. Big, big. I mean, like uh, last year we were doing a keto. I didn't shut up about it. D was actually like uh, uh, <laughs> keto, Alex. She'd it's always... now a swear word. It was like when I was writing on Twitter, I was so <laughs> tempted to write just like Mr. Whiteley, who's keto upstairs, is sitting at home eating macarons. And I was like, mm, not anymore. Here we go. That lockdown <laughs> went. But the point I'm trying to make is we were the people that would buy food from London that would be posted. And be getting the next day. Like that's how big people will travel afar and they'll they'll order things from afar if your product is good enough, you know. Um so there is that to look out for. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, Do you post many to people at the moment when they make orders? Like how are people making orders with you? Is it just on social media or yeah, at the moment, just because I didn't I couldn't offer a website and uh, ordering straight away because I, I I had no money to do it. Uh, so I've had to build and sort of invest back into the business as a as a whole, uh, which is what I'm doing now. Uh, but at the moment, it's it's uh, messaging through DMs and Messenger on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I'll have a con- I'll have a conversation with people what they want when they can when they want delivery uh, from uh, sort of off the flavors I've got available that week, and uh, and then I'll deliver out on the Friday. So I'm. I'm sort of a one-man band at the moment. 
I mean, do you know what, right? We've got some local inspiration with this sort of thing, and a, a revolution that's happening right before our very eyes, something very special, and that's Duncan with Planet Donut. Right? This yeah. guy has a brand that is now spreading across the UK. He's opening, like, he's sending things to Birmingham, and man, like, he's spreading across the country, and this is because he created a product and a brand that he believes in, and it's proven to be something very popular. So, like, there is that, like, local inspiration around us uh, where you, there is a model there where you can sort of borrow off and stuff, you know? Yeah, definitely. Planet, Planet Donut are sort of business role models, essentially. Yeah. For me, at least. Because, like you said, they, he's got a product and a brand he really believes in. And they've got, just gone strength to strength. I remember when they first popped up in town and I went and had some. They're great, obviously. Mm. And but they've just gone so massive, like up in Telford now, and like you say, getting around. So as as like a business role model, there's something I would love to try and emulate. Um, even even half the scalability he's managed to achieve, <laughs> like, that'd be great for me. It was episode three of the Shrewsbury Biscuit. Duncan was on. Oh, yeah. It was just that was such a funny, uh, funny episode. Like I was, we went to went. But uh, be, uh, sort of behind the kitchen into one of the, the staff rooms they had there, and I had to set up with my mixer and this tiny table. I couldn't quite get the audio right, so the audio was terrible. So, uh, Duncan, if you listen to this, we need to get back on the show, do it properly. Um, <laughs> now that we're established. Um, so, how long did, how long did, did you say you've been doing this for? When did you start? So, the business started uh, August last year, so mid mid lockdown one. Mm. Uh, which was, you know, I'd say, say that to people and they go, why lockdown? It's like, well, there is no perfect time for anything. Yeah. And that's something uh, I've had to learn for my business. Like, there is no perfect time. You have to just do it and roll with it. Uh, so, yeah, it's been going August. What's that? Not even coming up to six months now. Oh, wow. Is it, a yeah. case of, is it a case of taking the leap of faith and being like, no, this is what I'm doing now. I can't be two things. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this job and this job. Is it, is it one or the other, or can you easily do both? Uh, so, so I do this full time. This is what I do now. Good, yeah. Uh, and has been the case since uh, October last year. Um, you know, I don't make loads of money, but I'm a damn sight happier than I was which is the main thing and I'm loving it. So we're just growing, trying to, I'm just trying to grow and offer a more, I don't know, professional business. <laughs> it's like, are you, are you doing them all in your own home at the moment? Are you hoping to like expand to have like premises away from home or what is it? Uh, it is all out of my <laughs> kitchen at the moment. So mm. the old, the old oven's taking a battering, but uh, yeah, <laughs> And the, like over Christmas, like I had, I think I, well, I sold over 1,200 macarons in five days for Christmas. Wow. So, um, yeah, the, the fridge was bulging. The, uh, <laughs> the oven was on constantly, but it was good fun. Um, but in terms of how scalable that is, uh, I, I think I may need to look into another premises. Um, yeah to build but at the moment I'm, I'm coping with what i've got and yeah well we've uh we've on the a couple of times we spoke to liam tinsley from feast who's um using dark he uses a dark kitchen so he uses a, an empty premises he makes his food he sends it out from there right so he just uses the kitchen and that's a very popular way of doing things isn't it 
nowadays. Mm. Or hire a kitchen, send it all from there. You know, you don't need a restaurant for now. Everything's shut. No, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just a, an area to to make it good. So I'll have to look into it properly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it must be really liberating. I mean, you're saying you're not making lots of money, but you're happy. It must be something to do about that liberation of making your thing. You know, this is what you're making. You designed it, mm. you sold it, and you're doing it your way. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 like an identity, isn't it? Mm. I I have I go to deliver people, and maybe they're younger, or maybe their kids come to the door as well, and they go, "Oh, it's the macaron man." <laughs> <laughs> like the, the the pop man when I was a kid. <laughs> and um, you know, you you deliver like you in Telford, and you delivered to me in Shrewsbury, and I was like, "Wow, okay, I was going to come out to you." Yeah, but yeah. Very happy too. No, absolutely. So. The way the way my operations work are, I'll have a I'll post my flavor schedule for the month. So each week there's two flavors available, and they're they're all. I try and make them as seasonal as possible. So like over Christmas it was lots of like indulgence and Baileys and chocolates and that kind of thing. And as we sort of move into the spring, they'll obviously be uh, I suppose more fresher ingredients. Uh, so I've got, I got raspberry on this week. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, nice. <laughs> there we yeah. Go. Is there is there any plans to sort of experiment with any other sort of sweet, or is it just macarons for now? Is it you're just going to specialise in that niche for now, or you know? Yeah, I've had that question a lot because um, I do do other baking. I'm a baker, breads, cakes, all sorts of things. But lots of people do that sort of thing already, and. I think I'll just let them do their thing and I'm going to do my thing, which is macarons. And like I said, it's, it's niche, but hey, it's Planet Donut did it with donuts. So... Hmm. Have you ever had any like odd requests in like flavours or has anyone ever asked like a ginormous one? <laughs> Imagine a massive one, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? No, not yet. The most, uh, most interesting one I had was... Somebody wanted some unicorn macarons, so we uh, so we made and designed some like blues and pinks, but they were sort of swirled in the shells, so they looked quite uh, yeah. quite funky. So that was quite good, fun. like magical. Mm. Yeah, I uh, never thought good. I would live in a world where unicorn is a flavor, and it is it's awesome. <laughs> as well. <laughs> it's a great flavor. <laughs> It's a bubblegum and all sorts of just just a mishmash of great stuff that you probably <laughs> indulge in too much. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, what's your favourite? Did you say the chocolate? Chocolate for me, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just a, I'm just a chocoholic, really. Just, <laughs> all, all the time, I'm terrible. Um, with the family and friends, uh, the thing is, it, is it a constant? Can you make me some? It's all right, George will make us some. Like you know, is it, is, is that all the time? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's kind of on of the assumption now that if I if I see someone, a family member dropping stuff round birthday cards or whatever, that there will be a bag of macarons attached to that item, <laughs> which oh, is fine. There is a flip side. Oh, George, it's going to be macarons again, isn't it? Like <laughs> yeah, we know we're getting off George. <laughs> They're probably all fed up of them. <laughs> Well, I, I think what you're doing is awesome. It's tasty. Well, you got the. Oh, I was gonna say because obviously <laughs> they are they're not they're not suitable for people with nut allergies. Sure. Have you ever thought about experimenting with them to make them suitable for people with nut allergies, or is that not possible? Or 
Um, it's kind of not possible because mm. as soon as I take nuts out of the shells, yeah, they're just moons, and in in essence, they lose the ability to call them a macaron. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, I because I could just do um, like just meringue shells, I suppose, and then fill them, but. I couldn't really call them a macaron, unfortunately. No. <laughs> My wife was looking, and there's there is a, there is actually a keto recipe for for macarons. Um, oh gosh, yes. here we go again. Uh, just I'm, uh, the you know, the idea was actually to go back on keto uh, when we got back here, but uh, when we moved into our apartment, got into a routine, get back on keto, get out running, walking, whatever, lose a bit of weight. But I'm kind of enjoying my food at the moment. I'm kind of like, we'll do it next week. We'll do it next week. It's a it's a really, really difficult thing to commit to. It really is. Um, how, how difficult is it to sort of balance your diet and stuff when you're making these? Is it one for me, one for you, one for you, one for me? Like it... it's it's a struggle. <laughs> um, I try. So obviously, I wouldn't send anything out the door. I'm not happy with. So I do have to taste them, do have to try them, make sure textures are right, consistencies, flavours, um, which has its bonuses, obviously. You get to eat some tasty things. But, yeah, it, it puts a strain on the old waistband, which, uh, yeah. I, I, do I manage it? Probably not very well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I enjoyed – so like over, over Christmas, I had Bailey's on. So I was testing Bailey's ganache and – but the week before, oh no, at the same time, sorry, I was uh, making gin macarons. So I was making my <laughs> gin fillings as well. So I'm there at 10 o'clock in the morning making gin and Bailey's fillings. Oh, and, wow. <laughs> and by about 11 o'clock, I, I was just, I was wasted. <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> yeah, they're great. <laughs> just, off, just off fillings. I was so drunk. In the end, I had to get my mum to come around and taste my bailey's ganache because i i honestly couldn't taste it (laughs) (laughs) um obviously we're in the middle of a pandemic um uh, as as a as i added sort of restrictions on cooking or anything is there anything that you have to do extra that you wouldn't normally have had to do baking no not for me it's it's kind of because i'm operating as a takeaway service essentially so i'm bringing food to people's doors yeah I the only thing I'm doing now is just contactless, so I'm not accepting cash. Um, I'm, I leave the macarons on the doorstep. There's no sort of passing of things back to me, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah. So it's just the same as a as as, as the postman does. Um, but no, I haven't really found any restrictions. Just occasionally ingredients in the shops, but um, I, I've made do. <laughs> <laughs> and and say say um the pandemic ends tomorrow lockdown's over tomorrow uh what would your plans be to take over the world of this business of yours oh macaron domination um yeah. <laughs> i'd like you know what i don't think i want that um i'm happy with being something that is locally uh adorned if you like and i think that's better because a big thing, big part of all this for me is trying to keep that personal touch. Um, mm. And sometimes you see businesses and they get, they get, they grow and grow and grow and they sell out maybe. Uh, I've seen that with a few things. Um, 
And I, I kind of, I don't, I don't ever see that happening for me. Like I, I want to keep myself involved. I want to keep the personal touches um, with everything that I'm doing. So even if, even if this doesn't take over the world, like if I got to the stage where I could open up a really small shop in Shrewsbury Town Centre, say, and had a nice big table where I'm whipping up all sorts of goodies with a nice display stand at the front of the shop, like that'd be that'd be amazing for me. I think that's really refreshing to hear. We just we just spoke mm-hmm. to uh, a musician and we were talking about. Um, so a, lot, a lot of people go reach for the stars, you know, especially when you talk about musicians, things like that. you're talking about, oh, yeah, I want to play at Wembley. Like, <laughs> sort out a small fan base first. Like, it's nice to have that sort of local connection. And you're doing something right, by the way, because like that post that, that I was talking about blew up. Some nice comments on there. That doesn't always happen. doesn't mm. always happen. Um, so yeah, you're doing something right. Um, what's the uh, what's the range and sort of where you can deliver to? How far away, how far out will you travel? Yeah, I'm. I'm basically just operating in Shropshire at the moment. Um, Obviously, Shropshire is a big place and sort of down in the hills is a bit more difficult. Um, So I will deliver to people if they they want it um, down that way, but it might be more cost-effective to post post macarons down to them instead, which... Like, I'm not not offering as standard at the moment, but if it makes more sense for both parties to... for me just to pop it in the post for them, then I'll absolutely do that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I deliver on Fridays and or Saturday mornings if people need it. Um, Telford, Shrewsbury, um, yeah, all, all the way down to Bishop's Castle and Ludlow if it needs be. <laughs> um, and also with uh, uh, your ing- with your recipes and the way you make things, do, is there an exclusive... Uh, res- uh, sort of recipe and the way of doing things for you. Or are you sort of happy to sh- share your ideas with people? Or is it a secret recipe? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not a secret recipe. Macarons shells are macaron shells. Like you, you can only kind of do two variants of them. So like, there's a, there's a French way of making them. There's an Italian way of making them. Um, it's just the different type of meringue you use. To, to, to make them and mix them. I use Italian. I find it's a bit more stable and uh, it offers a, a, a softer shell and, a, and more of like a gooey texture. Um, so I would quite happily share that with people because something I'd like to be able to offer is like little masterclasses uh, on how to make them, uh, which would be good fun. But it's more the fillings. So the, the actual shells aren't flavoured with anything. They're just meringue and almonds that's that's what they are um all the flavor comes from the fillings it's <clears throat> mm. nice. nice so this this episode that we're doing at the moment gets released next week do you know what flavors you're going to have out so if anyone's listening to this at the time they're going to know what you have available yeah. yeah yeah definitely so next week is last last week month so that is biscoff so biscoff macarons and the other one is passion fruit. So oh, that is wow. gonna be that's gonna be a real fresh mm-hmm. uh tropical curd. And I've I did them well it was the Solero ones I was talking about earlier. Um I did a very similar curd, so it's gonna be like that. And oh yeah, they're, they're so good. <laughs> it's like it's like summer in a bite. You can like 
take yourself to the beach. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you what do you like to do when you're baking? Is it like listen to music, like podcasts? You can't just throw in a movie, can you? Because you've you've missed the the, the oven. Now. No, it's music generally. It'll be planet planet rock, or I'll throw on some other extreme metal, probably. Yes. <laughs> See, that's so different to me. When I when I bake, I'm just all about the musicals. It's really? like I now know words to musicals of musicals I've never watched before in my life. <laughs> but I'll just go on Spotify and I'll put on either podcasts or musicals. I'm a nightmare. But I can I'm imagine you like, not, I don't listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. But any, doing anything else, anywhere else, I will not listen to musicals. But for some reason, when I'm baking, I go in a zone and I'll just be doing it, singing like Annie or Jane. Bippity boppity boo. Or... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like it I now know all the words the name is. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got their own sort of uh, unique ways of doing things, haven't they? You know, I, yeah. I, I'll, whenever I'm getting ready to go to work or something, I'll always put some loud music. The neighbours must hate me. Same time every day, <laughs> he's got that blooming music on. But that's what I like to do. I like to like get ready. Like when I get ready, like physically, I'm getting ready mentally as well. So I put some music on. That's my way of doing things. Yeah, yeah. that's not really that unique. A lot of people do that. Um, well, good. would you like to tell people sort of like where they can find you, George, and sort of where they can put orders in for yours? Um... Yeah, so it's through Facebook and Instagram at the moment. So if you want to find me on Facebook, it's the Shropshire Macaron Company. Uh, Instagram handle is Shropshire Macarons, but I'm sure if you search Shropshire Macaron Company, it, it would come up. There isn't too many Shropshire Macaron companies around. <laughs> um and just drop me a message so like if you want two bags dropped off next week just get in touch like i'll I'll quote you a delivery small delivery fee like it's generally two to five pounds uh for your general areas um a bit more rural then it gets a bit more expensive but that's when we can talk about maybe it's better to post and it's more cost effective uh for, for everybody um so yeah, just drop us a message and we can open a dialogue and just see what you see what you fancy. Um, what's the sort of maximum number people can order? Can the people <laughs> we can't have parties at the moment, we can't do that. But say someone wants to go absolute macaron crazy and just have them everywhere, what's the maximum <laughs> order? Oh, there is no maximum order. Like I don't I don't want to restrict I don't want to restrict macarons. I don't want to rest- restrict <laughs> the, the enjoyment. <laughs> unlimited macarons yeah just keep them coming buddy just keep (laughs) (laughs) i have people i have people order for the for the month like so they'll see the flavor schedule and they'll say i can have two bags every week Uh, and so i I go go and see people every week and they've sort of build up a nice relationship with local people to me as well so that's that's always good I've got to say, I'm no food critic. I don't think I could be, right? But uh, for the listeners listening back uh, now and you're thinking, why? Why Why should I buy these? You need to. That's the, <laughs> the only answer you, you need. They are beautiful. I paid for these. I don't I don't get this for free. I paid for them, and I, I, I think it's worth every single penny because they're such a – they're like an explosive flavor experience. It's, I've never eaten one of these before in my life, but I can't explain. You bite into the, the, the hard not, – it's not even hard. It's just like a crispy shell, gooey sort of um, – uh, like not dough yeah it's like a doughy feeling and then the flavor like meringue kind of yeah. concept, just, isn't it yeah like i said i could never be a food critic you know that like, there's a <laughs> little yellow things that are on it you mean a yolk yeah a yolk um 
They are amazing. They're a flavor uh, explosion in your head when you take a bite. There you go. Try them out. Yeah. Uh, We we have this idea um, that we're putting together. We're going to start streaming on Facebook and YouTube uh, in the next few weeks. And we're going to be doing like a virtual sort of market uh marketplace where we can get like uh traders to come and sit on a stream with us live talk about what they do and we can offer sort of percentages off offers during that feed go, get people to go to the websites and the social media etc etc um uh, i'd love to invite you on to talk about what you're doing live we'll do it again yeah. that'd be all right Amazing, yeah. yeah definitely it sounds good fun yeah yeah that'd be you know, i know right. a few few other local traders as well which maybe so many so, good people, so many good people making yeah. amazing opportunities at the moment. Uh, we spoke to Rue Nichols. Um, I don't think it's going to be out. It's going to be out sort of on Monday, this Monday coming, has on releasing this. Um, and she released uh, the, um, uh, the Little Shop, uh, Little Shop Shalas. Um, and she makes like um, uh, textile sort of bag liners, uh, face masks, lavender products, eye masks for your sleeping. And she's yeah. just brilliant. It's so Shropshire. So Shropshire, uh, and there's so many people <laughs> like this that we've spoken to. It's beautiful. I think it's really inspiring. It really is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Dee, have you got any questions before we get out of here? No, I think you've answered. I just keep jumping in now and again with like things going around in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is one thing I was going to ask. I was going to ask. Have you ever tried using, you know, you get those like meringue sheets with, where you can put patterns on them? Yeah. Have you ever tried using those? And would they work with it? This is just coming from someone else who's a baker. <laughs> so you mean the little, the trays where you would pipe straight onto? Yeah, so you get them where you, yeah. So the ones where you get piped onto, but you get the ones where it's like um, uh, printed on meringue sheets and you can put it on the meringue, leave them to set. And then when you take it off, it's got a pattern on it. Have you ever tried those? I No, I don't even think I've heard of them, actually. Oh, right. Yeah. So it's called meringue sheets. <laughs> Yeah. Look them up because I tried it and it was an epic fail. So I wondering <laughs> if you'd ever tried it and figured out a way to make it work. Because I once tried doing them and putting flowers on top and mm. it just it made everything not set. It went all gooey and weird. But Ooh. what type of meringue was it? Um I did an Italian. Mm. But it just Try it. Yeah. If you still got them, try it with a French meringue. Is it more sturdy, is it? Uh they it, they dry out easier. So the okay. the patterns may stay on the um on on whatever you piped a bit better potentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ital- Italian tends to collapse if it's not like absolutely perfect because you can add too much liquid to the actual. Uh, oh yeah, ones, yeah. And it gets a bit. It gets too gooey, which for some purposes is amazing, like macarons, but. Uh, if you're trying to try and leave patterns then maybe that's it <laughs> yeah whenever whenever i'm trying to do anything like that it just turns out into an epic fail i just end up turning it into like oh yeah it's like an eaten mess kind of thing yeah i just go on something else so yeah at I least you try i'm awful now. i'm awful <laughs> at least you try do you know what? i wish we had loads of money at the shoes of biscuit i wish we could put together like a, a shropshire fusion food program type thing i know i had this idea i was thinking about adam pennell and his videos of him um the shropshire lad for people that follow him on instagram of him doing that dirty cooking in ironbridge where he had the barbecue going he's having a yes. beer and he's like we could have like uh 
you and like Adam Pennell making some dirty, like you can have some like Adam dirty macarons, <laughs> uh, your Bailey's ones <laughs> with it with his like beer sloshed barbecue. And we could have like this amazing video of like Adam. You Paul. mean like a pop up, a pop up restaurant where you can have your starter, your main, and your dessert, and have a snack. Yeah, but as a TV show, sort of YouTube thing, that would just as, as a TV, yeah, yeah, that would just be amazing. Like George is like, you know, <laughs> I just think it'd be great. Sorry, that was like, me thinking out loud. Um, yeah. <laughs> George. Like this morning with Phil and Holly when they have Gina DeCampo cooking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them things. The, the, the things they do. One of those things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Shropshire, specifically Shropshire, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, maybe. One day, one day. One day, one day, Al. One day, one day. <laughs> right, um, George, you've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much uh, for, for the delivery yesterday. Uh, keep doing what you're doing because um, you, you're obviously doing something brilliant. You're well-liked by people. And I'd love, I'd love to see you uh, challenging Duncan one day, um, <laughs> doing what you're doing. But I think you, you've got it right. You've got your corner of the universe and you've, you're happy with that. And I think that's, that's awesome. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me on, Alex. It's been oh, good. Thank you. Uh, listeners, I'd like uh, for you to um, please uh, check out our website, which is www.theshrewsbybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. Um, I, I want you guys to go and have a look at our YouTube as well. There's nothing really there at the moment, but we are going to be utilising it very much so soon. So give us a, a subscribe for now and we'll just wait for the magic to happen because it will be happening soon. So, yeah. D, you all right? Yeah, all good. Happy, yeah. Right, thank you very much for joining us, guys, and we'll catch you. Thank you. Peace out, peace out.